Hey, Sylvia. It is Sunday, October 9th, 2022, and it's about 2 p.m. here in Istanbul. And I'm sitting on my couch with my dog, who's got her head behind my back. I don't know why she's all snuggly today, but uh, and I've got a cat on my lap. It's purring rather loudly. Um, maybe you'll hear it on the recording at some point. But, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for your letter from last week. I can't believe it's been a whole week. Um, <laughs> I don't know where the time goes, but I feel like I say that all the time. So, anyway, now that I know that you were dropping off Vera and not <laughs> your mother to hip-hop dance, um, though that was that was really funny. It's amused me kind of all week that... I somehow thought that and imagined it, and I still do, and it's it's it still amuses me to no end. Um, but very cool. You should send some photos or some clips, even better. I'd love to see Vera in action. Um, that's 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 great. Uh, it's funny in your recording. You said you were kind of embarrassed. Or I think that that. Uh, you enjoyed spending so much time with the kids these days. And, I mean, I don't, obviously, you're, you know, you're spending a lot of time with your own children. But um, I started going on walks with Dilek and Rose a couple times a week and going to the parks and playing with Rose, and it's an ab- absolute delight. Um, I thoroughly enjoy it. And it's it's really interesting for me because I think I've mentioned before that, you know, I've never really been around kids um, as an adult at all. And so I never know how to behave around kids. I think even as a kid, I, I never really felt like a kid. So I'm not even trying to know how to be around kids when I was a kid. But anyways, um, yeah, it's interesting to try and, and let myself be playful and not such an adult. I've always thought, you know, as an adult, I should, um, or, or my first instinct has always been to just treat everyone as an adult. Um, and I'm starting to see the drawbacks of that and how it's, you know, actually pretty fun to try and try and be playful. And, um, yeah, part of that, I think actually, I mean, me realizing this and letting go a little bit, I have, I have to thank boxing for that actually. So you also asked about if I was still into boxing as, as I had been, I don't know, a couple letters ago or, or even when we were talking this summer, I think, oh my gosh, time has really flown by. Anyway, uh, and the answer is yes. I still go two or three times a week. Even when, uh, when I was in New York a couple of weeks ago, like whenever I had a gap, I'd try and find a boxing gym and just go and watch people. And one morning I even, I even, uh, signed up for a class and went in and, uh, you know, it's really, I think, I, I've mentioned before that it's it's the closest thing I've done to meditation, even different from, you know, running, which I know a lot of people can do kind of Zen running and they can get into this meditation mode. But I always find myself thinking when I'm running, I've gotten out of the habit of listening to music when I run, so I can, it's, it can be in my own head for half an hour, an hour or two hours or whatever, and that's fine. But I'm still always thinking about something, um in a way that's not meditative, I know. 
Whereas with boxing, I really just have to let go. And the other thing about it is it's interesting seeing, like realizing all the tension in my body. Um, And yeah, which I got a little bit with running sometimes. I kind of, you know, make sure you're not, you don't, your shoulders aren't tense and your ankles aren't tense or something. Those are kind of some tips I got at at some point that, uh, that really helped me and just, yeah, to, to try and loosen up when I was doing that. But with boxing, you really have to be really loose and I'm just so not loose. I'm so not flexible. It's, uh, yeah, (laughs) I definitely, um, am, am not a natural in any way, but it's just, yeah, it's wonderful to, to try and, get rid of that tension and also to, you know, just be moving in ways that I never really did before because I've never been a, I think I've just been too shy to be a dancer. Maybe I've just never been really comfortable in my own body in so many ways. And, and, uh, so I think, yeah, just always been very tense. Um, but yeah, I love, I freaking love the boxing. What can I say? I mean, God, it's, uh, yeah, I'd probably go every day if I could, um, but I make do with two or three a week, and then I have, you know, I have my own my own bag here at home, so I try and do some bag work and some shadow boxing as well, and I watch boxing, so um, <laughs> I'm a wee bit obsessed. I just need boxing buddies. I need to find find more people to to talk to talk about boxing and watch boxing with but uh yeah as long as as long as that's the the greatest of my worries I'll consider myself blessed right um the letter from June I actually I didn't go back to check if you sent it but I know that everything you said in it was familiar but I'm also not sure if because we text in between and we have had you know um, with that long conversation, of course, when I was in Ohio, um, I'm not sure if we've just talked about these things or if I actually got the letter. Um, so yeah, it's funny because I've, I have a similar, uh, well, it's not similar, but it's, 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 it's interesting, isn't it? How we put all, we produce these things and then we forget about them the same way that sometimes, um, well, that's where it's similar, I guess, is that, so I've gotten into the habit I guess since April, I've been writing something pretty much every morning. I mean, just a, you know, a diary entry, which could be anywhere from one to like four pages. And I'm just writing, you know, what I did the previous day pretty much. And if I had any dreams, I write down my dreams and then kind of how I felt and how I'm feeling. And going back to that is, is glancing back at it. I haven't actually sat down and read through my entries in any um, systematic way, but yeah, it's interesting how, um, I forget just how devastated I feel sometimes and how euphoric I feel other times. And yeah, I don't know. It's, um, how fleeting everything is, I guess, is what, what this, uh, what this shows us in a way. It's fleeting. It's often quite repetitive, Um, but also feels both new and familiar at the same time. I don't know. Anyways, now I'm just rambling, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so 
it, it's interesting, but I imagine you, I don't know. Yeah. So I think you maybe had a similar feeling, uh, maybe reading this letter again, uh, and all that and how much has changed since June right so you had all this anxiety over the edits and look you're birthing you've birthed your book right and that's pretty damn exciting and I'm also super proud of you and I think that um if you want to write a screenplay write a screenplay dude I mean if that's what it feels like and I think you you know you know yourself best um you've seen that you can write a novel which can be published in multiple languages and that's freaking awesome it's very cool and you know uh we need to not hold back if you've got if you've got uh if you've got the impetus if you've got if you've got the muse go for it right so whatever you write I'm here to read it, and I'm sure it'll be great because it'll be sincere, and we need more sincere writers, and that's you, Sylvia, so keep writing, please. Um, <laughs> it's funny that, yeah, cause I don't, there's the things about that were familiar and unfamiliar about the letter, because um, I remember I remember talking about, or, or you, uh, you know, being especially down after the massacre in Uvalde, and um kind of talking about not being not not wanting to slash being able to fall into this despair and depression um so that's that's familiar what wasn't what wasn't familiar was talking about euphoria <laughs> so i'm not sure if if uh if we ever did discuss it but i get why you didn't want to go past two episodes i think i mentioned before I mean, one thing i was especially interested in was just how they would treat the character of jules because and i think it it it's that's what was especially enticing and revolutionary for me is just how this series incorporates a you know a trans queer character without making any really big deal about her being a trans queer character um and so yeah that that kind of kept me hooked but it's it's interesting how this is uh you know it's it's a it's a series presumably about teenagers which is pretty much blatantly made for people in their 30s and 40s <laughs> uh so i don't know well, i'm sure kids watch it too but it doesn't seem to really reflect teenagers today from what i read and hear um but yeah the production value is great season two i had a lot of issues with so but season one i thought was pretty impressive um but not yeah you don't have to watch it if if you know it's it was it's too intense and whatnot you know what you should watch dickinson i'm sure i've said that before too but yeah watch dickinson and as for what i'm watching now i i haven't been watching much watch a lot of boxing but um or not even a lot, but when I do watch stuff, I tend to watch boxing and and clips of various, I don't know, lesbian things. But uh, I started watching Abbott Elementary the other day, and because I was looking for something, you know, lighthearted, um, but also smart, and that's exactly what Abbott Elementary is. It's really, really quite, it's sweet. Um, so if you're if you're looking for something that that meets those criteria like I was the other day when I was feeling a little bit blue. Um, I'd say watch Abbott Elementary. It's pretty, pretty freaking fun. 
and funny. So, yeah, um, and yeah, so you're done with your novel, I'm done with a strange woman, who would have thought, right? Um, and yeah, I feel very good about being done with it, although I think it's like you were saying that you weren't allowed to make any more changes to your novel <laughs> at this one point. Um, yeah, it's, you know, you just have any the possibilities are infinite, right? And you just have to call it quits at some point. And I think it was, I, I kind of laughed when you said that it, it's like when an artist has to decide to put down their brush. Well, that's exactly what it is. It's you are an artist with a pen or a keyboard, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, that's, um, that's what you have to decide to do. And so... Yeah, it's not like you're an artist, Sylvia. You are an artist, so <laughs> let's uh, own up to that, right? Um, I did I did read Joyce Carol Oates' boxing essay, and I'm not sure if maybe, again, maybe you mentioned it. I know I think multiple people have mentioned it to me, and so I did read it, and it, it just, I just remember thinking, okay, it's, it's nice that she seems to appreciate boxing, but she also had a very male take on the whole thing. So... Um, that was a little bit disappointing, but somehow also not too surprising because it's Joyce Carol Oates. I don't know. She's always, she feels a bit dated in general. Um, but you know, super prolific writer who's had a lot of influence on a lot of folks and I admire her, but, uh, yeah, I maybe, I, I, I wonder what she'd write today seeing as how, you know, women's boxing has really been on the rise. Um, and yeah, I think it's just pretty damn impressive these days. So yeah, and here we are. I mean, it's October. So guess what? Um, next week, well, on eight days, I leave for Frankfurt. And yeah, we won't be catching each other at the Lesbische Hof this year, which is super disappointing. Um, and yeah, I don't. I don't even want to think about it. So, I think I still my favorite, definitely one of my favorite memories from the Lesbische Hof is us all belting out Whitney Houston together. Um, that was just you know a moment I will cherish forever. But I'm pretty nervous. I mean, I was you know I was in Frankfurt last year, but. I was about the only one there. Well, that's obviously an exaggeration, but I saw a lot of friends and um, you know, I had some I had some really good meetings, but it wasn't it wasn't like that our typical fairs and and uh you know, full force with meetings every half an hour and multiple dinners and drinks and all that. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty nervous, but I'm also always nervous about the fairs. Um I'm always nervous about going abroad. Uh, I never get used to it. So we'll see. But I also know now that once it gets started, usually everything's fine and it's, you know, great to see people. And um, I, I, the nervousness then seems silly, but it doesn't, it doesn't eliminate it. The fact that I know that after all these years doesn't eliminate it. And all these years being like 20 years, I've been going to this thing for 20 years or something, Sylvia. It's a long time, right? Um... But anyway, so, yeah, trying to get ready for that. 
And to be honest, I mean, I've been spending most of my time, if I'm reading, just rereading stuff for for Frankfurt a lot. And then um, a new novel by an author we represent here, which is two volumes and 450 pages of volume. So it's a lot. <laughs> um, and when I finish it, I'll tell you about it. It's pretty, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, it's an impressive tome, let's say. And I think it's going to be, I think it's already like a contemporary classic. And it's, yeah, probably the most exciting thing I've read new in in quite a long time. So, um, yeah, with regard to what to do with the letters well it's interesting you saying about uh how hard it is putting letters together i i feel the same way as you know because we've discussed this before that can we put less pressure on the letters i don't know i don't think we put pressure the interesting thing is is it's not like we're clearly not putting pressure on one another it's all of this internal pressure we put on ourselves which has to do with the letters but i think it also has to do with our lives i mean it's the kind of people we are right it's the same reason we we that we have well i say we which i guess i mean in terms of translation too like i have a lot of trouble putting down the brush you have a lot of trouble putting down the brush with your novel or whatever you're creating and i think um in a way i want to say that our nervousness maybe about the letters is um a sign of the respect we have for them if that makes sense so that you know we're not just winging off these letters we're actually thinking about what we're going to say and we're kind of stewing over it a little bit um and it's not about i mean i know that you're not gonna you know (laughs) write to me and say amy what's this piece of shit letter you sent me you know um i know that we're you know that's not the reaction we're going to get so it one thing though is it's interesting like why then we do put this pressure on ourselves right um what expectations do we have of ourselves that we're trying to i don't know what are we trying to do right what what's what what is it that makes it so difficult and why does it make us so nervous um maybe it's a little bit like the tension uh, that I was talking about with the boxing or you know it's it's like this it's this inability to kind of let loose um or is it that or is it this obsessiveness over craft I don't know I don't know Sylvia I don't have the answers um <laughs> So, I mean, it's put, I put pressure on the letters. I mean, we just put, try to put less pressure on ourselves. I think we could also do conversation or two if we wanted to, you know, record this for posterity and all of that at some point. We had that wonderful conversation when I was in Ohio sitting on my Aunt Lucy's porch, you know. And um, once we get started, we can keep going. Um, and I was just thinking, I would... Well, what's your busy Phillips? I was listening to busy Phillips podcast. And cause sometimes I look and I'm like, Oh my God, my letter is 20 minutes long. That's so long. That's too long. Who's going to listen to this for 20 minutes? Poor Sylvia has to listen to this for 20 minutes. But these, these people, they talk for like three hours, you know, and you listen to it and it's pretty interesting actually for the most part. So I don't know. Um, maybe we're underselling ourselves 
Um, and we just need to, yeah, stop being such perfectionists and there must be some happy middle, right? So it's not like we're not respecting what the kind of the craft even of what we're doing with the letters, um, because we are, but we're also not, yeah, putting pressure on ourselves about it. So, yeah. Um, I think I've covered quite a, quite a number of topics here. Uh, what else can I tell you about me now, except for being super nervous about Frankfurt? I've been, I haven't been drinking, which has been pretty interesting. And I think I've talked about maybe this in the past. I don't know. Also on the letters, but, but, and, and also just talking with you, um, that it's not like I necessarily think I have, um, an actual drinking prop. Like I can't really handle liquor anyway. So a little bit of it goes a long way with me, but I, yeah, well, when I was in New York, I had, had a dinner one evening and, and I hadn't drank for maybe two weeks and the table ordered a bottle of wine. And I thought, Oh, Amy, don't be a, you know, don't be a spoiled sport or something. I just thought, okay, I'll just have some. And I did, I just had, I had a glass and maybe I think, you know, a few more drops and finish this bottle. And I felt like I had vertigo going back to the hotel. It was so weird. And I just thought, I don't, I don't know, maybe I've developed an allergy to it, fermented thing. Who knows? It could be any. it could be anything. I also got sick at my stomach in the middle of the night. Um... And I just thought, you know, I didn't even really feel like it was very, I mean, it tasted very nice. It was very nice wine. It was fine, but it wasn't, I didn't really want to drink. And so even when we had the big, uh, the big, you know, cocktail evening or reception, that's the word I'm looking for, the reception, the Nuremberg reception, um, I managed to drink ginger ale and not have any alcohol and then get up at 6.30 the next morning and go to boxing at seven so I was quite proud of myself and that was kind of the high I wanted I think part of this is that you know when if I drink it all it just it just my you know my body gets a little out of whack I get so sluggish in some way my mind gets a little sluggish and I don't think I want to have that anymore and then I think oh wait is that you know is that me being an overachiever and not wanting to have downtime but I don't think it's that either because I'm totally up for downtime very much up for downtime. I'd just rather be kind of more awake and aware for the downtime, if that makes sense. So yeah, so it's basically, um, because I keep a diary now and I write these things down, I know that um, with the exception of that that glass of wine, it's been 29 days that I haven't had any alcohol and I don't want to. Um, yeah, and, and I think it's interesting because I've always said that I've I've wanted to not want to drink because it's always been kind of the opposite where if I've been like okay well you know I'm going to some function tonight I'm not going to drink I'm going to have the willpower it's always been about testing my willpower in some way and now I I think I've decided willpower is overrated and by the way I feel like I'm repeating myself maybe I've said this before I don't know um or maybe I've just been saying it to so many people these days that now I feel like I'm repeating it to you. But I do think willpower can be overrated, um, and especially in our culture and, and in capitalism. I mean, of course, you know, we all have to do things we don't want to do, um, some more than others. Some of us are more privileged. I think I'm pretty privileged that I 
you know, I don't know. I I don't have to worry about where my bread's coming from tomorrow necessarily and 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 do some shit job uh just to make sure that I'm fed and my family's fed or something. So that's you know, I'm completely aware of this privilege. Um but yeah, having that privilege I just yeah, I kind of want I want to see what I want to do and not keep you know, pushing myself to do things that I don't think I want to do, if that makes sense. And all of a sudden I just don't want to drink. So now it's it's this interesting thing with me and more about social pressure. Um so anyways, we'll see. It'd be interesting uh Frankfurt if I don't drink, right? That would be revolutionary. So I'm not saying I never will drink. I'm what I'm saying is I'm trying to just um, kind of promise myself that I won't do things I don't want to do if I don't absolutely have to do them. And yeah, so, I mean, of course I have to do my day job and answer my emails and all that, but, um, you know, that's all right. That's fine. But outside of that, trying to, yeah, just listen to myself. That's kind of revolutionary, right? So here we are, Sylvia. Here I am. And oh my God, this is like half an hour. I'm just looking at the timer. I've been talking for 25 minutes. That's ridiculous. Who wants to listen to me talk for 25 minutes? I don't know. Anyways, I hope you still love me even after this really, really long letter. And um, yeah, I am sad that I will not be seeing you in Frankfurt. God damn it. And we barely missed each other in New York. It's all, mm, it's, uh, yeah. It's upsetting. It's disappointing. Uh, You just, I I don't know. Who knows where we'll meet next. But at some point, you have to come to Istanbul. And at some point, I have to come to Austin. Uh, It would be also just be nice to see each other in our natural habitats at some point. Um, You know, I know I've I've seen you in New York in the past. So I have seen you in your natural habitat. uh, But that's also been a while ago, and you have a new habitat. So, yeah, travel plans. Um, all right. I think I should probably, yeah, just like you were saying last night, I could talk forever, you know, I could spend all Sunday just talking into this damn phone. It's crazy. So, yeah. And this also shows us though. I mean, also, I mean, all the pressure we put on ourselves, but you know, once we let loose, although I don't know, I have to say, you know, your letters, you actually sit down and write these letters out in a much, I'm kind of just, you know, I'm like cliff notes and then fill in a lot of blanks. So I hope I'm not boring you. All right. Well, I'm going to continue my Sunday, keep translating, translating this other Leila, the book, you know, which I've been working on for like a decade and uh, it'll be really nice to finish it this year. Who knows what 2023 will bring? Right. Okay. Well, I uh, love you, Sylvia. And um, happy belated birthday again. And yeah. All right. Let's 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 keep sending each other some letters, at least for the rest of the year. And we'll see what happens. Okay. Bye-bye.